Level five listening is so important. Have you seen episode nine of the Miss Biz podcast? Level five listening is so important. They also have this episode about networking activities and how to maximize your earning potential. Have you seen that? Listen to this episode to learn how to actively engage during relationship building opportunities through level five listening. When you're speaking to someone, how do you know that they're truly listening? Not just hearing the words you're speaking, but truly listening. What'd you say? bosses are you working even after putting the kids to bed but still not getting results are you tired of spending money on ads that aren't getting engagement do you feel burdened that you aren't fulfilling your purpose in life because you are so consumed with work i'm your host Brooke Boltz. I'm an attorney and founder of Boltz Legal. I started my business and in one year was bringing in seven figures and am now bringing in multi seven figures. And I'm your co-host Rachel Boltz, owner of Boltz Media. I've helped many businesses build their online presence and increase their revenue through digital marketing. Want to hear how we did it? We are here to help you achieve your goals personally, professionally, and spiritually. So kick off your high heels, sit back, and let's ignite that passion. We're Miss Biz, where we're putting the Miss in Biz. Let's get biz done. Everybody thinks they are a good listener, but are we really? Listening is so important to relationship building with potential clients and business associates and to building your business. We all think that we are a good listener. I know that I did, but when I joined a coaching program called Unblinded and started to learn about the different levels of listening, I realized that I actually had a lot of room for improvement. So I'm excited today to share with you those different levels of listening that I learned from Sean Callagy to help you identify areas of improvement and hopefully to grow your business. Listening is a skill, and for some individuals, it comes more natural to them than it does for other people. But there are five levels of listening, and eventually we want to get to level five. That is where we are at our peak of being able to dig deeper and build more impactful relationships with others. But the first level, that is level zero. This is where we are abruptly changing the subject and we're really not even listening to anything that the other person is saying. This is kind of an example of what we did in the teaser um, where I was just constantly changing the subject and was disregarding everything that Brooke was saying. So to give some good examples here um, and accurately depict what each of these different levels are, Brooke and I are going to be doing some role playing um, just to kind of help reinforce what we're talking about today. I just had a phone call with a client who was so distraught about her injury. Okay, are you available tomorrow for a networking event at three? So this is level zero. She ignored what I said 
about the client and the injury and change the subject to something completely different. My statement was an open door and a missed opportunity by Rachel to learn more about me or learn more about something that was important to me. By changing the subject, it if this was a true scenario, I would have felt uh, unimportant to her and would have thought to myself, okay, she just really wants to talk about something different and would have kind of felt slighted and disregarded. So this is not optimal listening. It's really not listening at all. It's just waiting for an opportunity to speak. Uh, sometimes I think people do this not intentionally, uh, but because they just have something they really pressing on their mind that they don't want to forget. And so they just interject it at a time where it's really not appropriate. But it's important to be mindful of listening to the other person and having a natural exchange of conversation as opposed to just interjecting, interrupting, and changing the subject. And the next level is level one. This is the me too level. This is where we're hearing the words, um, but then we're talking about ourselves in the same subject manner. So for example, I went to the gym this morning and I feel so pumped. Me too. I did this great workout with squats and jumping jacks. Oh my goodness, I love squats. I can barely move the next day. Me too. I hobble around for like two days minimum after squat day. So this is classic conversation that I used to participate in all the time. I am guilty of level one listening to the max. So many of my business conversations, especially when I was meeting new, new people, centered around trying to find some common interest and then expressing how I enjoyed that same pastime or hobby or um, whatever TV show, whatever it may be. I was always looking for something in common and then I would express how I too enjoyed that, that item or issue. And I thought that that was good relationship building. Honestly, I thought that, that by finding a common interest, that was a good thing. And it's really, it's not a bad thing to have things in common, of course, but it's still self-centered. It's not building a deeper foundation and learning about the other person. It's really just kind of a surface level conversation about something you both may enjoy, but really isn't building that emotional rapport that gets deeper to where people truly want to work together. And the next level is level two. This is mirroring only. This is where we're hearing the words, we're staying with them, but we're only parroting back what they say. So you wanna go ahead with the first example? I'm really upset I missed my meeting this morning. You missed your meeting? Yeah, I missed my meeting because there was an accident and traffic was completely backed up. Oh, that's bad. You got stuck in traffic. So this is level two listening. You're just repeating back to the person what they've said. Um, and you, you heard it. I said, I missed my meeting. Rachel says, oh, you missed your meeting? Like she was, she was basically saying exactly what I had said just back to me. And that really doesn't lend itself to much further conversation 
because you're not adding anything to the conversation. You're just repeating back what the person said. Um, so mirroring there, there is a place for mirroring, I think at times in a conversation, but it should be very minimal and shouldn't be the focus or shouldn't be a major part of any relationship building conversation. Level three is inferential listening. This is where you're using all of your senses to gather information from verbal and nonverbal cues, including actual words, the tone of voice, the inflection of the words, pauses, volume, and even the time it takes to begin speaking and body positioning to infer what the speaker is communicating. So words are only a small portion of the message, the rest is nonverbal. And I realized this when I was in my sign language interpretation course. There were numerous classes about, you know, how to use facial expressions properly and body language to accurately render your message across. So for example, in sign language, I could say something like, you suck. And because of my facial expressions, even the person who can't actually hear what I'm saying verbally, they would know that I'm joking around because of my facial expressions and my body language. However, I could take that same example, that same phrase and say, you suck. And, you know, I get my eyebrows all squinchy here. You know, I look mad. And that is going to tell you a lot about how I truly feel. And we can use these same uh, examples for when we're having conversations with other people. A lot of times people might not want to be vulnerable. They might not want to open up and actually share how they're feeling. I mean, how many times do you walk into somewhere and you know they say you say thank you and they say my pleasure like you know d is it really their pleasure or is that like just what they're getting paid to say so being able to like pick up on everything aside from just the words is key in order to you know build relationships with somebody If you enjoy the Miss Biz podcast, but still have questions or need advice, we have some exciting news for you. Join us for Miss Biz Connects. Miss Biz Connects is a weekly one hour Zoom call on Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is one hour each week dedicated to you. We want to meet you and put our brains together to help you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. To access the meeting link, visit us on our social media pages at Miss Biz Podcast or send us an email to MissBizPod at gmail.com. Join us this Friday and let's grow the Miss Biz Nation. The classic example of inferential listening is when your husband asks you, how are you? And you say, I'm fine, right? Like you're clearly not fine. You can tell it from your tone of voice and your facial expressions, but you're saying the words, I'm fine. And if 
we in our conversations are only listening to the words and not looking at the context and the facial expressions and the nonverbal cues, then we're going to miss opportunities to dig deeper into those topics that the person may want to talk about, but isn't overtly bringing them up. Um, and it, an example of this in my business is, you know, I have a lot of phone conversations with, with clients and potential clients. And at the end of the conversation, after I've explained how things work, uh, I may ask the question, are you ready to get started? And if there is some hesitation, if I say, are you ready to get started? Yeah, I'm ready. If, if I get something like that and I'm only focusing on the words alone, then that person may not actually be ready to get started. I may miss out on an opportunity to have a new client because I didn't dive further into whatever those hesitations were. So this is another example of inferential listening. Pay attention to the hesitations, the pauses, the tone of voice, and um, utilize that to dig deeper into further exploring deeper conversation. Level four is emotional listening. So this is inferential listening plus. This is where you're inviting speakers to go deeper into their emotions to explore why they are saying it. So using my phone hesitation example, where I asked if they're ready to get started, they hesitate and say, yeah, I'm ready to get started. Uh, a good way to do emotional listening in that scenario would be to ask the question, I sense some hesitation, where is that coming from? So by asking the question, it allows them to dig deeper into the reasoning behind the hesitation and it gives us both an opportunity for number one deeper relationship but also for me to address whatever those concerns are so that they can make a more fully informed decision so some other open-ended questions that you can ask people to dig into emotional listening is why do you think that is or when did that begin we want to ask in emotional listening open-ended questions. Those are things that start with who, what, when, where, why, and how. And so those are some examples. Why do you think that is, is a good way to keep the conversation going once someone opens the door to a deeper conversation. Level five, this is transformational listening. So this is inferential and emotional listening while also understanding the root issues potentially better than they are even seeing it themselves and having them feel, be, feel heard, seen, and understood. And that is really important in conversations because people want to know that you're listening. They want to feel that, you know, you are affirming them. They want to feel that you empathize with them. And that is how you grow in relationships. I've heard people say before, you know, they get me. They just get me. And that's what we all want. We want to work with people and surround ourselves with people who get us, 
who understand us, who we feel heard, seen, and understood. So that is what happens in transformational listening. But I'll tell you, it is not easy. Transformational listening is not something that you can just end this podcast and be like, okay, I got it. I'm a master. No, it's something that you have to rehearse and practice in every lunch meeting that you have, every coffee appointment that you have. You have to start paying attention to those verbal and nonverbal cues, asking these open-ended questions, and improving in your skill set. Um, here's a couple of examples of level five listening triggers that could uh, allow you for a deeper conversation, but also could be missed if you're not using your listening skills. So Rachel, where are you from? Well, right now I live in... Pause. So she started the sentence with right now that is a trigger word to me that says she doesn't plan to live in this place forever perhaps she has plans to move somewhere else so if you just gloss over that and just focus on what her answer is in terms of what city she lives in then you would miss an opportunity to find out more about what her plans are in the future, which may be a really important subject to her and may be a central issue to getting to know her and building that relationship. Here's another example. What are you doing this weekend? Well, my daughters and I, we're going to be moving to... Pause. So she was intentional about that phrasing. She didn't say, I'm moving. She didn't say, we are moving. She didn't say, my family is moving. She said, my daughters and I... I. Those are very specific choice of words. And so that suggests what? What do you think? She's a single mom. Maybe she's a single mom. Maybe she's going through a breakup. Maybe she's going through something. She's in a bad living situation where she is. Or maybe it's just, um, you know, she found a good deal on a new home. We don't know, but there was definitely an intentionality there in talking about just her daughters and herself and an opportunity to dig deeper. So there are also certain conversational starters that will help um, within your communication with others. So one important question, and this is pertaining to sales calls, is to ask them, why did you agree to take this call? That question is, it can, it can put someone on the spot sometimes and maybe be a little uncomfortable, but it is a single question that can really tell you a lot of information if you're doing a sales call. If I ask you, why did you agree to take this call? And you say, well, it's because I've heard great things about your social media skills, Rachel, and so I wanted to hear more about your services, then that tells you right there what to hone in on, what they're most interested in, and it also tells you you've got an open door. This is someone who has a willingness to hear about your services and is probably open to working with you. Whereas conversely, if I say, why did you agree to take this call? And the answer is, Ugh, I really don't have time for this. I, I, I only did it as a favor to my friend. Then you know there's gonna be some objections that you're gonna need to deal with on the front end to 
open that listening on the other side before this person's going to be receptive to your message. You know we're all about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case. At Bolts Legal, we are all about your case. Text or call to schedule a free consultation for all your legal needs. BoltsLegal.com. So it's a, I think it's a good question to start sales calls with. Why'd you agree to take this call? Even though it may seem to be a little direct or uncomfortable. And the next conversation starter that you can use, this is specifically in terms of relationship building, is ask the person, what is your mission, vision, and purpose in life? And to me, like this question is so important because so many times when we're getting to know people, we never get that deep. You know, it's all superficial about like, what are you doing now with your life? Whereas, you know, what is your mission? mission, vision, and purpose in life, that is like what road you're on, where you see yourself, and what drives you, like what is your why? So I truly love that question because I feel like it can open up the doors to a much deeper relationship where, you know, you and the other person can really become vulnerable and let your guard down and truly build a solid rapport. So many times in conversations with new people, we start with, what do you do for a living? I mean, how many times do we start conversations with that? And then, and then that leads to more conversation about sometimes technical things of, I, I make pencils and we use lead (laughs) and we use wood and we use, you know, rubber. And that's really not building a deep rapport. But this question of what's your mission, mission, vision, and purpose in life gets right to the heart of who this person is and allows you to just dig deeper from the very first question. Um, so I think it's a great question to figuring out, because so many times what people do for a living isn't even really what they're passionate about It's or isn't really what they're calling in life is so by asking a question like what's your mission vision and purpose it just really opens the door to figuring out who what's really important to them who who really is this person and then like once you get that far into the conversation then you need to make sure throughout the entire conversation while you're practicing all your different levels of of listening you need to make sure that you're listening affirming acknowledging and you're asking those open-ended questions Um, because what you really want to do is you don't want it to sound like an interview where you're just every time somebody says something you're you're hearing them you're listening to them but then you're just going to ask them another question based upon that so that's where these other skills where you're affirming you're acknowledging and then it you're asking the the open-ended questions it's a mix so the other person doesn't feel uncomfortable or think that you're actively practicing the levels of listening on them, um, that you're truly, you know, using this this formula to really get to know them. 
Yes. So the formula is just to summarize it quickly. You listen and then you affirm and acknowledge. And that looks like uh, something could be like, so what I'm hearing you say is, and then you give them an affirmation. What I'm hearing you say is you're a person who is committed to your health because you worked out this morning, you're energized, and you are someone who who cares about being healthy and being well. You know, that's an affirmation from, from her statement from earlier. Um, or if you don't like what I'm hearing you say is, you can just say, it sounds like you're a person who's really committed to their health. Or another option is you seem to be someone really committed to your health. You, know, you can do whatever introductory phrase you want, but the key is to affirm and acknowledge the information that they told you. It kind of looks like a compliment in some ways. Mm -hmm. you, wanna, you wanna make them understand that you heard what they said and that you think it's great. <laughs> you think what they said is great, um, unless you don't think it's great, but, but if, you know, usually it's gonna be sharing something about themselves that's a positive. People are usually sharing positive things about themselves. And you can tell them that you appreciate it and that helps them to feel heard, seen, and understood. Life has to stress, Miss Biz has your back. Mom hack. Mix one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar with eight ounces of water for these benefits. It aids in weight loss. In numerous clinical trials, scientists who had participants drink apple cider vinegar and water observed that patients were able to lose weight. Balances your pH levels. Harmful health effects can come of having too much acid in your body, including inability to fight infections. Foods that cause an excess of acid include sugary treats, bread, or junk food. Apple cider vinegar mixed with water will become alkaline in the stomach and lead to better acid-alkaline balance in your body. This promotes a better immune system. It rids your body of toxins. Apple cider vinegar is known to detoxify the body, specifically the lymphatic system, by clearing out the yuck in your organs, like mucus buildup. This detoxification is extremely beneficial for your immune system. Make sure you try apple cider vinegar today. So going back to the formula, you listen, you affirm and acknowledge, and then you ask an open-ended question to continue on the conversation. So going back to the workout scenario, I could ask something like, why is it that going to the gym is important to you? And in answering that question, we're gonna be digging deeper into her upbringing and her background and what she values. So asking a, an open-ended question like that just opens up the door to building a deeper relationship on something that started as simply as I went to the gym this morning. And I think one of the main factors just to keep in mind when you're having conversations with other people is to make the conversation about the other person. I think that's key because too often, I think it's natural just to like talk about what what we want to talk about or you know when the other person is talking we're thinking about what we want to say next instead of truly putting their best interests first and really trying to make the conversation about them to build that relationship and when you're exercising level three four or five listening 
it requires you to be paying close attention because instead of thinking about what you're going to say about yourself next, you're thinking about, okay, what are they really trying to say? How, how can I best affirm them and acknowledge them? And then what question could or should I ask next? So it really is a skill and it really takes time and practice to improve upon it. But if you, if you can get there, your influence, which is one of the tenets of our podcast, will improve dramatically. And we're not saying that you never talk about yourself because you do. Once you, the formula is once you, you ask the questions and you get to know that person and their listening has opened because you've been genuine in your care and consideration of what was important to them and what they had to share, then you transition out of that by saying, would it be okay if I shared with you a little bit about myself? And now the person is absolutely going to say, of course, yes, I want to hear about you. And now the door is opening open, their listening is open, and their heart is open to hear what you have to share, because you first listened to them. And again, just by that simple question of would it be okay if I shared with you a little bit about myself, you're giving them essentially the decision. So you're still putting their best interest at heart. And I think a lot of it has to do with just our mindset and being consciously aware and focusing and paying attention. And, you know, I can kind of tie this into our relationship with God, where sometimes we have a difficult time listening to God because we're distracted. There's noise. We're, we're thinking about a thousand things at one time. So similar to our relationships here on earth, by hearing God and listening to his voice, we can develop a deeper relationship with him as well, which is God's purpose for each of us. But in order to hear what God is saying, we have to learn to listen. And right there, silence is key. So just like in business, in order to effectively listen, we really have to be open and willing to be able to receive what the other person is saying. We appreciate you and are honored to be on this journey with you. We can't wait to help you, to encourage you, and show you how to grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. If you found Miss Biz helpful, please leave a review and share with others. You can follow us on social media at Miss Biz Podcast. For legal questions or services, please visit boltslegal.com. And for digital marketing needs, please visit boltsmedia.com. Let's get biz done.